In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So go to podsurvey.com bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson. And welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. It's the Bonfire, everybody. Faction Talk Series XM 103, Big Jokes, and Dan Soder sitting in the studio with us, everybody. It is the great Colin Quinn. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody. You know, honestly, we picked the volume of audience. Some people just get some claps. You know what? Let me, some people let me get just, arena. Let me just give you some, some things that are actually coming up from Colin Quinn instead of that old stuff. Why? Uh, Let's just go on. The-, the Last Best Hope. Coming up in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, Washington, D.C., Wilmington, Delaware, South Orange, New Jersey. For tickets and all tour dates, of course, any, RayColinQuinn.com. Any comic worth his salt hates when people are just too reading the fucking credits. <laughs> if I've, only the comics I've ever seen that drink it in are the shittiest ones yep. we do on morning radio with them. And they're like, and also bring up. Yes. It's like your intro on stage when they start doing the intro. Oh. If somebody doesn't stand, you're like, oh, no, they must have looked at Wikipedia. And by the time you come on stage, you want to kill yourself. Yeah, dude. And that's always and the funniest thing thing is when you find out in the UK that they just don't do credits and they think it's like incredibly obnoxious when American comedians go, say you can see me uh, on this, this, and this. Right. Well, people ask, what do you want us to say? I'm like, if you're not saying, hey, everyone, you know I'm from Ace Ventura, it's Jim K. What does the credit mean? (laughs) Right. The funniest one I saw was one time at the cellar, they were bringing up Nikki Glaser and they were going like, you guys know her from Trainwreck, from Inside Amy Schumer. And they're all like, Too much ah! stuff. And they're like, Nikki Glaser. And they're like, huh? Ah. <laughs> it was like, like, they still went wild, but you could hear the build happening. They were ah. like, Boys, they go, ah! Because ah. of the, so you know, the shriek, you know, yes. the, the celebrity shriek yes. at the cellar where they go, ah! It's so cool to hear. Yeah, right? it is. When you're in the hallway, it's like, yeah. it's like hearing lightning crack. Yeah. Can I say, what is being considered gay news that's not just news anymore? This is what the radio and you talking about news. is it it's gay news Ukraine and Russia? Listen to he these goes, subjects. This, this is pretty gay. Russia is trying to invade Ukraine. But just listen to these subjects. One, whales can't choke. I don't know why that that's is, gay news. I mean um, wow. this, <laughs> this, writes itself. This is gay news for sure. And is this possibly true? You can't say gay in Florida now? Of all things, they would stop you from doing Florida. It's saying I gay. I don't know if that's it. Oh, maybe South Florida. South Florida, Miami. I could see taking it umbrage with it. Central Florida. I think that's how they greet each other. Yeah. They go, "What's gay? up, gay? What's up, gay wad?" Um, and 
the items on Chick Fil A's secret menu are finally revealed. That's gay news because they don't like. By the way, Chick Fil A. I love this song. Is fucking very. Nice. Does it remind you of like uh, when you hear this? Are you like? Do you go back to your drinking days? Are there songs that no. activate the drinking days? No, this song reminds me of like that was a bit. This is a perfect disco like. 70s uh, Well this is the song uh, Right This is what they play When Fez Fez. When Fez came out of the closet Officially on Ron and Fez It's just dead silence He goes I'm gay (laughs) And then Ron says nothing (laughs) And they go You make me feel And he just goes Yeah It's perfect (laughs) perfect. Yeah So there is This ABC News Is reporting a Florida bill That would limit Classroom discussions On sexual orientation And gender identity And encourage parents To sue schools Or teachers That engage in these topics Is speeding through The state uh, house And spent It's being called Don't say gay bill By LBGTQ advocates Who fear that If this bill Is signed into law It could act as a Complete ban on the lessons Of the LGBTQ Oppression history And discussion About the identities um, to, well, you know what's funny? It does bring us to a subject. Then I was just thinking about I the know. law and order thing. If you're oh. on, if you're on the phone, everybody, hang in there. We might come. <laughs> we still got fifty minutes. Call back. Yeah, we got so much time. Um, well, I was. You watch Law and Order religiously. Yes, it is. My and religion. one of my favorite Colin Quinn bits is about you never being on Law and Order. How about my one of my earliest jokes? I don't even know if anyone would get it. I used to one of my earliest jokes to comedy. I go, I I work out religiously. Only on Christmas Eve and Easter. <laughs> that's the only time we used to go to church. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a. How into comedy was that? Was that year one, year two? Oh, year one. Year one? Oh, year one. Do you ever yeah. think about year one jokes and you just go, oh, Most of it was fuck? horrible, but I'm telling you, some of those jokes, I wish I could write them today. <laughs> I used to come out and say, I go, my, I have, my girlfriend has a face like an angel, a hell's angel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he goes, we've been getting a living for 10 years, but it only feels like 10 minutes. Underwater. <laughs> and the other one, I used to go, Danger is my middle name. Actually, it's my confirmation name. <laughs> <laughs> this is, was this in 84? Yeah. That's awesome. Dude. Murdering, by the Just, way. Yeah. Killing. It's killing. Well, Jay is a religious viewer of Law & Order. Do you have the scene up, Christine? Yeah. You do. This, I love the show. I've been very vocal of my they they're very irresponsible with their rip from the headline stuff oh, remember when they, they did the rapist comic that's the one that's the one i always go to because it was like such a, a personal thing right right it was when they were saying is people making rape jokes encouraging actual rape it was the not daniel all, tosh not only was right. it not only was it found in court to yes in fact be liable of causing rape right but then also the comedian himself also a rapist yeah that's right <laughs> who played the comedian john uh, jonathan silverman jonathan silverman right. and they filmed Brighton it at Beach the com- memoirs and they did comic strip live that's where yeah he did right. sets and the right. episode yeah. Jay showed it to me and I was like, this is ridiculous. You can't even do comedy there anymore, let alone rape comedy. <laughs> <laughs> the comics are live, but you can't even do comedy. I mean, Lucian, sure, he passed you if you had a good rape joke. But that's what's was sad about comedy in a way, is that all these famous could be all these people and if one TV show is, we want to film here, they're like, oh, like it's 1975. <laughs> oh, they want to film. Like we're in the middle of fucking Ohio in 1970. Hey, a film crew is oh. coming into town. Guys, a location <laughs> scout came yeah. by. Yeah, you're going to put up like a di- like, bye, diner's bye, bye, drive-ins and dives was here like yeah. they do on some shitty diner <laughs> yeah. in fucking Omaha. You know, in you... the middle of Manhattan, there's like famous people walking in, but they're like, oh, a film crew. Yeah, seriously. You could see Susan Sarandon on the subway, but then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah. this, was in a, this was in a cable crime show. Oh, this is fucking big. They were filming The Mentalist on my block. <laughs> so you love the fact that you love Law and Order is infuriating. By the way, why? 
Well, Why because, first of all, I've watched, you don't know who you're talking to. I've watched many Law and Orders for, for various reasons. And I'm only SVU. And it doesn't matter. I'm not allowing <laughs> <laughs> And, um, yeah. And if, according to, if I, if I just watched Law and Order and then visited New York City, I would keep as far as possible from the crime, the only place crimes are committed, the Dalton School. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If you go to the Dalton School, you're asking Ninety percent of the crimes are committed on the Upper East Side, either Park Avenue or the Dalton School. Either a private school on the Upper East Side. <laughs> Wasn't that the whole uh, that whole HBO thing with uh, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Grant? Yes, right? yeah, like yeah. Private school kids. And That's right. Murder and int- intrigue against murder uh, and intrigue. Um, well, this a bunch of the episodes they just do things where I'm like, this is a bad. Like you're taking it such a weird stance on this. Obviously, well, this episode starts off with Benson has a son. I don't know if you know that. I didn't know. Mariska Hargitay has a son now, who was somehow, against all odds, she was able to adopt because it was oh. a baby that she was watching. This baby and a a witness who was a junkie. Right. Junkie dies. She takes the baby. She's just allowed to have the baby. I guess. Right. It's law and order law. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. So she's been. She's had this kid now since he was pretty young on the show, and now like, you know, every year they take off, he's just aging a bit. So he's nine years old now. Oh. His character, and they have uh, this discussion, if you would. When this is from the episode that just aired, it's, and it's really. I thought they. I thought it was going to be the Dick Wolf screen, which when the show's over, right. it says Dick Wolf. Sure. I was waiting for Dick Wolf, but they gave you a little. Man, like, well, it'd be great if, if when people are like telling you stories in just regular conversation, if you hit the guy, the Dick Wolf at the end of their story where you knew it was done. <laughs> you're well, like, exactly, your producer Dick Wolf, and you're like, oh, that, was, that was a pretty good story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was going to be a. Uh, I think the very first scene of the episode is her son's in like a cage, like a big dog cage, and like some older kids like fucking with him. Oh, yeah, no. which is listen. If you've it's been around older shit. kids, yeah. you've been in a dog cage. He was at a friend's house, and the older brother was just being like shitty to them. You've ate that. stuff for money in front of him, or you have been in a yeah. dog cage. That's part of having a friend with older brothers. We used to put my brother in the closet until he would say the N-word. It makes no sense. It didn't mean anything. <laughs> and? We just couldn't believe he would do it. <laughs> and that little brother grew up to be a grand wizard. Yeah. So you start young, and you can get him all the way to the top. And, of that, yes. and that little brother is making moves. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to take you, I'm going to give you a little Phil Donahue act right now and tell you that little brother became one of the biggest racists in eastern Pennsylvania. Started the North Fork chapter of the Proud Boys. He is Jewish and also a neo-Nazi. How they did it, I don't know. Christ only knows. Um, So I thought it was going to be about a bullying kind of like B story here. But it's just this next thing is just this ending scene which is crazy. So Annie's mom called and wanted to have another play date, and I said that it would be better if she came to our house. You didn't tell her it was about Hudson the dog cage. Actually, I did. Mom, I asked you not to. Well? Hudson's just an idiot. No one likes him anyway. He bullies everyone. It was just my turn to be his target. Our kids Why? pretty introspective. Can you pause this? Hold on. Nine-year-old, nine-year-old understanding bullying on this level? Yeah. 
And Hudson, of course, I guarantee that private school name. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hudson. The yeah, playing Hudson's, of the if, public school system. If Hudson's your bully, then someone's bullying Hudson. Yeah. For sure. Hudson? I'm going to guess Red Hook is shooting that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I love it now. You just look for the location. Oh, totally. you know, I, oh, I do. That. Yeah, really? They used to shoot the precinct on our street a lot. Uh, on 5th? Uh, oh, yeah. When you're on 5th and 2nd? 9th precinct. Oh, that's awesome. I'll tell you a good night precinct story, by the way, after this. Oh, well, he's got enemies. I'll tell you it. what, I would have thrown a Molotov cocktail in the place if ever I could. He had, he had enemies. He had I a guy on the street station. that hate him. One of the cops, you mean? Yeah. They're dirty. They're on the take, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just finish the scene. Oh, first you went after Corey because Corey told everyone their pronouns are they, them. And... Hudson started calling Corey a fairy. Can I just tell you right now that Hudson sounds like Shane Gillis and sounds funny <laughs> as hell? <laughs> Yo, Hudson rules. <laughs> Hudson's going like, you're gay, dude. You're getting this dog cage. Yeah, tell them they're a fairy. <laughs> tell them I'm going to put him in a German shepherd's cage. <laughs> so then I said that I was bi. And that there's no shame in being true to yourself. That's right, Noah. So you stood up. So you Corey. suck and fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, that's my question. My, yeah, surf yeah. and turf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. You're gonna do fucking. That's why I said though when he's like, "I'm by," and she's like, "Going, oh, that's very cool." You told me that, and even that, like, uh, like I'd be like, my question would be, "What adult is touching you, Noah?" Because these are words that right. somebody else told you. Also, what did you just? There's get no up? shame in being I'm, who you are. Like, yeah, what are you, you, Mick Jagger in '73? Yes. You just fucked so much pussy, you have to fuck a dude now. I just found that a year ago that it's all <laughs> intents and purposes. I wouldn't have talked like that when I was nine. No right. way. No way. <laughs> and why is there, why don't you guys have the dice drop? I don't understand these bisexuals. <laughs> oh! Balls across the nose. What are these guys, flip a coin? <laughs> Dude, I love this nine-year-old. He's just got the grasp of bisexuality. I'm bullying you. When I was nine years old, I thought The Undertaker was a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> I was legitimately like, how is it? that man's reanimated and he's fighting for the WWF title. Mom, <laughs> sexuality is a vast spectrum. Yeah. Yes. I don't I think you need to look at all political problems through the scope <laughs> of individual, domestic, and oh systematic. The, these kids, the the dialogue they get them. Do you think kids are actually this? I think smart at nine now? years old you're learning what pronoun means, let alone what someone's pronouns are. You know yeah. what I mean? You're finding out the meaning of exactly. that word. Yeah. It's insane. Do you think kids are getting smarter now because of smartphones? Like they understand, like they actually talk like this? Oh, I don't think they talk like this, but I'm sure there's a few of them somewhat smarter, yeah. Oh my god. Is it smarter or are they being like just parrots? Yeah, they're parrots. Yeah, more. I think they're being advanced. But first of all, what I, the knowledge. other thing I hate about law and order and the fact that all the criminals are from the Dalton school is the <laughs> fact that all the cops with an exception once in a while are liberal. Oh yeah, liberal police Look officer. At her. She's like, yeah. that's good. The kid said, "I'm by." She smack him in the face. What did you say? <laughs> I'm sorry. You have a second chance to answer get that question. You fuck women. Yeah. I want you to get a badge, what bunny. What did you do? <laughs> yeah. Mom, I'm not gay no years more. Old. This is insane. This is child. This is like child sexuality, isn't it? Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, isn't it's like, like it's like cuties. Children. Why, why would you put that on the, to even give a shit? I just said I was bisexual because sometimes you want to roll with a man. <laughs> 90% of TV is weird propaganda where you can yeah. read the writers. You literally, you, the problem used to be you'd read writers and you go, oh, you're making all the characters sound like a, a, a 
half comedian that's trying to put jokes on. Yeah. And now you're just putting propaganda on to say, leave us on the air. We're yeah. on the same, we're on the right team. Yeah, where everyone's it's all so right. bad. Everyone's cool. Don't worry. I think that you can have whatever you want. That it's it really is a good reason. No, you're right. Yeah. They even said like, the, the cops in Law and Order, that was one of the episodes too where they're all sitting in a bar one night and they go, so hard out there, you know, because like Black Lives Matter, it's like I want to be marching with them, but like <laughs> we have to do our job. Like, is that what's going on? Oh God! Yeah, dude. I mean, they honestly, the police officer that they use on set to probably read. I don't. I don't. I wonder if they gave up on that. Like when Law and Order yes, first was a show, they always have like an advisor, right? Yeah, where they're like, bring the advisor in to read the script. He's like, cops don't talk like that, and they're like, oh, Dick right. Wolf's like, we got rid of him about right. fifteen years ago. Right, right, right. Now they're just going like, yeah, yeah. Now it sounds more like a dance school. How instructors at a dance school talk <laughs> than it does like a precinct, where they're like, I really good just, girl. Define your truth. Oh, my God. Girl, that man was committing a crime, and I said, what is a crime? It's a crime if you don't have yourself. I said that uh, there is also a disproportionate representation right now, which I know was the other direction before, but it's weird to see the the, the disproportionate number of like uh, gay people in a commercial it's like three gay couples and one interracial couple right like, that's the representative of everyone who's going to this sure. restaurant yeah. yeah like that's weird yeah yeah the overcompensation where they go sorry white people don't eat cheerios oh, we will not that? show you in our commercials yeah. what was the commercial for we saw uh, that was like down? one of the that was like an old DePaulo bit where he was like oh yes. yeah that's uh, the home security system he goes that's who's breaking in a guy that looks like a quarterback in the fucking in the big ten there's there's a Geico or Progressive commercial. She's gonna try to find it. One of them that is progressive. Oh, it might be progressive, dude. That's so funny. If it is progressive, you're like, you can't do that. You can't be mad. Uh, if it is progressive, I almost respect it more now. I'm like, ah, you know what? You it's on it. brand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and when they were pitching it, someone went, "That's genius. It's it a, aligns perfectly with our corporate strategy." It's an interracial gay couple with their interracial adopted boy and girls kids and yeah. they're just complaining about like the car like alarms going off and they have to get it fixed or something and it's just like they don't acknowledge it which is almost the best way they do that they don't acknowledge right. it in any way so they do normalize it but I rewound I rewound something that gets like to the part of the game I was watching or something and just saw it again right. I was like wait a second is that like a family like, it's so weird looking but <laughs> my favorite was the commercials where they just try to get it past you like you're not going to notice that a coke commercial has three women and one man or one man, and they're all watching the game. None, none of them are wearing sports apparel. <laughs> yeah. When they're drinking Coca-Cola, and they're like, for the big game, and they're like all on the edge of their seat, like, ah! Like, those people give a fuck about, it's yeah. it's fat white dudes with, you know, sauce, or it's like guys- The purple it's a, team one! It's like a black <laughs> it's like a black guy in an old Eddie George Titans jersey, <laughs> and he's just like, this. I fucking work at Walmart, this is everything right. to me! But yeah. they don't, the Coke doesn't show that, they show like four models that could be an Abercrombie ad. Right. It's fucking now, crazy. If they showed three chicks and one gay guy just watching like a Justin Timberlake halftime show i go yeah yes, exactly sense. that makes sense everybody else is smoking cigarettes and weed i feel like everyone's performing for everyone else like the writing on this yes. the, the writing on law and order is performing for the writers on fucking... absolutely they just everybody's like way it's just like look how know, cool i am just touching in like yeah. hey hey but guys, the problem is also, think... kids that are bisexual are cool the problem <laughs> like, is also this is particularly egregious <laughs> even, just even in the world of madness just some this nine, is particularly the problem is nine-year-old smoking an unfiltered cigarette sorry going like yeah i had a bird and then i had <laughs> Like, oh, I had a little bit of both. I don't mind. But this I'm is saying, crazy. Yeah, it really. But it's also just like, it, the, the, no one can get past the underlying question. That's like, not the point of it at all. So if you say something like that. He goes, "That's a 
ridiculous lineup for that commercial. They go, you have a problem with gay people. Like, no. <laughs> like, no, but if you're selling me a product. gay as you're going to be. I just don't understand why you're like, it's like this isn't what this would look like. If you're, se- if you're selling me a commercial I'm for I'm not going to listen to this in Andy Cohen's studio. Sorry. Yeah. You're right. You know what? The ground's going to start rumbling. <laughs> You're going to start hearing stuff break. One of the lights is going to fall off like oh Indiana God. Jones and the, everything's collapsing. We've angered the cum volcano behind you. Well, <laughs> bring up those. Bring up that racist couple on the train that got fired from their dealership. I think they worked at a Long Island car dealership. Together? Yeah. they. Uh, it was a racist so couple on the Long Island, on the LIRR. Oh, I think I saw this one. Did you see this one? Yeah. yeah and they were like yelling, go. they were like yelling at a family that, yeah. uh, that looked like immigrants. They ain't taking over my country. <laughs> yeah, dude, it wasn't, you, you, they were like. I wish it was Philly. It was like. What a better accent. In a fast paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. It's like, send me to jail, bro. That's what it was. It was like, send me to jail. First of all, it's not a better accent for it. What? Oh, the Philly thing? Yeah. I mean, it's Philly ridiculous. and Long Island. To be uh, garbage racist? Be garbage that, racist? That, be garbage yeah. racist stuff? That is really it's the- pretty funny accent. We like our New York accent for this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but where's that Where's that old- uh, Yeah, where's that old Lower East Side? Hey, you know? This guy. The, the people <laughs> of Long Island have the okay. New York accent. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, Long Island is the New York accent. Why don't now. you That's get yourself a hot doll where you can get out of the <laughs> Oh, yeah, that mid-Atlantic, though. You go hot up to Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, Philly is a, yeah, Philly's a, a great state. It's one thing. of my favorite weird accents that I never knew until I moved to the East Coast. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real specific one. You don't even realize it. You get in the wire a lot. The wire, yeah. No, not as much as you... The, one of my big complaints in the wire was when they had a couple of... Those uh, Baltimore guys, I was like, oh, there's that Baltimore accent. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. a lot of them don't. I thought that was weird, uh, too. Oh, it used to piss me off. But when it gets to the old, men, the old men cops, they were but, always had it. Yes, but the same thing pissed me off in, in Casino. If you're going to make the movie about Chicago, everybody has to do the accent. Pesci did it. De Niro was just like, Yeah, but no one, else has that, <laughs> no one else has that northern Chicago. Yes. Yeah, that kind of like. I'm saying De Niro was just like. This. I'm not doing an accent. Yeah. yeah. Well, De Niro's not doing it. And then you can't make anybody else do it. Scorsese's like, Bobby, please. He goes, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, not, I'm so. not good at accents. I'm going to forget it after a little bit. I saw him in this movie from like early on in his career. Right after Raging Bull, he did a movie. It was a good movie, The Mission or something. But anyway, it was like set in like 1800 or 1700. And he was doing a New York accent. <laughs> really? Yes. That's so funny. He's like, ah, a little bit. A little He's bit. Like, yeah, I don't know what's happening. That is great. Well, my, well my lady, there's a flip side to that coin. <laughs> yeah. I always love that thought of like people that should be doing certain accents and they're just like, fuck you. Yeah, but well, they're big enough to get away with it. But yeah. I mean, Pesci did it perfectly. Yeah. Because Pesci has the perfect New York or the uh, tri-state up, area. Yeah. Fucked up big time, Frankie. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That was a great line. It was even a great when he goes, delivery. Ch- even when he goes, <laughs> Charlie, <laughs> Charlie M., yeah. Charlie M., you made me pop your eye out of your socket for that fucking prick. Hilarious. Sw- do him a favor. <laughs> That's yeah. it. The do him the favor. By the way, Casino, not a great movie. Really? I love it. Let me tell you something. Casino, <laughs> better than the other overrated movie, that one best picture, I always forget what it's called, from Boston. Say oh, Departed. Uh, Departed. The Departed. Oh. You didn't like Departed? Scenes. Yeah. These movies are shit compared to like... 
the the streamline of Goodfellas and Main Streets and Taxi yeah. Driver and even Raging Bull. But but Casino, the reason I I mean I love Sharon Stone. She was she was great. Yeah, she's the greatest. Yeah, she's amazing. But the truth is, and it's heresy to say, James Woods should have played De Niro's part. Yeah. And James Woods' part should have been played by somebody I don't know who, but somebody somebody scummier. Somebody with more uh, sexual too. Yeah, because you didn't believe why how James he had Woods to hook him. He should play De Niro. De Niro was not great in that movie. Yeah. I, no, that's a that's wasn't. a that's a bold call, but I can it's I can see that. Sure, I, as you just said that I was like I'm trying to think of any of my favorite things in that movie or him. It's not. You know, it's another. Uh, no. You talk about the Departed though. That was something where Jack Nicholson was like, "I ain't doing the accent." And they're like, "We need you to do it once or twice." And he goes, "I'll do it twice." You just you just nailed the whole problem with the Departed. Jack Nicholson, one of the greatest actors of all time. So miscast for that part. Not why I mean, Whitey and, Bolger. Yes. He's supposed to be Whitey Bolger. Supposed and to be the, you're supposed to be Irish. You start out with a white, wild sex scene. Yeah. That's not the Irish. Even part. when he puts the coke in it, he's like, eh. That's not the fuck. <laughs> yeah. he, was, he, was, he was too much for that. Did you like Black Mass? Is that the one you're saying? Uh, Black, no, but the, I liked his tooth. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, that was the, a nice touch. He did have the dead tooth and the, and the contacts. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, that was good. He yeah, was Black good. Mass was, Black Mass was a letdown. Yeah, it was a letdown. Because you're, you're supposed to be like, even if you read any of the books about the Winter Hill Gang, you're like, they did a lot of crazy shit. Yes. Dan's, a, Dan's a big fan of the uh, John Travolta vehicle Gotti. I saw, wow. I saw it in the theater, <laughs> Yeah, and I swear to God, Colin, it was one of the best movie-going experiences I've ever seen in my life, because for the entire time, an audience of strangers got together to laugh at this attempt That's at a bio. Yeah. There's a scene in the beginning of the Gotti thing where, yeah. they're, where they're under the... Queensboro Bridge. Right. They're under the 59th Street Bridge and it's just looking at Manhattan and it's just a guy in a coat and it's Travolta as Gotti and he turns around and he goes, New York City, my city. <laughs> and when he said that, everyone in the theater collectively laughed except one guy that I think might have been made in the Gotti family. Right. It was there to, because the whole time he, we would start laughing, he'd like look back and be like, you guys are fucking up this great right. movie. New York is so weird. Wow, it's my city. <laughs> New, York New York is so weird. It was I so watched 20 funny. minutes. I mean, I couldn't believe I had to turn it off. I couldn't turn it off. I so it's always, watching. it was one of those movies. So bad. It's one of, Gotti's one of those movies where you watch it, where it's just clear who from the Gotti family wrote the movie. Right, right. And it's his son. It's clearly right. Gotti Jr. Was the wrote problem, it. Right, yeah. Because it was like, even the stuff that Gotti Jr. caught in real life, I think for being a snitch or something, right. he caught some shit. They were like, in the movie, they're like, no, that was all misunderstood. Sure. It's like they did that with uh, the NWA movie with Dr. Dre. Right. All the stuff about him tossing around women conveniently yeah. wasn't in the movie. Right. It was, he was just Well, like, that's a problem. You get the real people, but then they're like, hey, I'm not putting that shit in here. Yeah, the, big, the Biggie movie, it was clearly written by Puff Daddy. Because right. Puff Daddy's like, you should call yourself. B-I-G. And he's like, well, uh, that's, that's a real good well, old To me, dude. that's always my example was at the end of it, it was like, hey, uh, hey, Big, we're going to leave and go in this car procession down the street. Right. And he's like, hang on, let me call everybody I love and say something really important uh, about the future. <laughs> Mom, I'm going to change things as soon as I get home tomorrow. Uh, let me tell I'm going to take care of my kids better, I promise. Dude, I Faith, am... I'm sorry about everything. So I got to go to this party now. I'm trying to think of all the, because we love to make fun of biop lines. Cause they, yes. In biops, they, yes. always, they always do the, that's it. That's the song. When they like say yes. the line, where they go, oh, no, no, I just can't get no satisfaction. And they're like, that's it. That's it. Which is fun to think of the Colin biop, where he just gets off stage at the cellar and he's like, huh, tough crowd. And someone's like, 
that's it. That's the show. Well, you know, it's funny. We did it. That was how the moment happened. So we spent we spent two not that you, moment. You guys had a buy up moment. We had a buy up moment. I swear to God, okay. for like a week. I'm asking everybody, give me a name. Give me a name. Yeah. Give me a name for the show. And we're all coming up with all these names like the silly bunch. Of, yeah, like the society of crumb bums. Like, everyone's throwing out a million names, and then. This one kid that worked on the show that I actually knew from MTV, which is how I saw a lot of stories. And <laughs> he came in and he goes, uh, he gave a suggestion. And it's like it's eight at night, we're all so tired. Everybody just looks at me and goes, oh, tough room. And I go, that's it, tough room. Yeah. And I go, tough room, tough crowd. And everybody's like, we like tough crowd, but I like tough room better. Tough room's good. I was going to call it tough room. It should have been called but tough room. But everybody's like, tough crowd is better because it's more commercial, you know, and I wanted to call it tough room. Yeah. But, uh, that's so funny. It was a buyout. Moment. It was a, one of those moments. Oh, the guy, he said great. it. I go, that's it. <laughs> what a tough crowd. He was giving you know a suggestion. It was bad. And <laughs> it goes, tough room. Me and Dan had to think of a name that was not just our names for this show. Yes. Was an evergreen name. Yeah. They wanted an evergreen name. So we were thinking about it. Dan came over to my house. I was dealing with a medical problem that seemed like an impossibility. I couldn't hear out of one ear. Oh. It was completely shut down. And I was way early stages freaking out about it yeah and we just came at one point it was like bonfire is like yeah, like a campfire like it was, yeah like we, you know we sit around and tell stories on the fire he's like i like bonfire i like bonfire all right let me get back to moping yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was just so he could have a break from his hypochondria <laughs> yeah and he just right. came out of his hypochondria he's like yeah, that's fine submit it to comedy central hopefully they'll say it's okay yeah, he's like i think i bring it bonfire's good bonfire <laughs> works <laughs> literally yeah that's there wasn't right. like that's it that's the moment he was just like i don't know i'm, I'm afraid i'm dying I, let's, let's I like i like it we're around the fire and we're having a yeah 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 it's good i do like that i feel uh, like you guys leave me out i was doing laundry and i walked out and i went i love bonfire <laughs> she was there. She really. You feel like they left you out, or they literally left. They you totally out? left me out. She was a moment. You know what? Oh, yeah. that was the last time she ever did laundry. I forgot. Yeah, we, we the the patriarchy wrote her out of the history. I know. <laughs> And hit it with a laundry joke right after. <laughs> you guys really <laughs> on the picture. Bonfire, my show. <laughs> Bonfire. Yeah, she goes, put it on a lot. Yeah, she came out in a northern Chicago accent. She goes, that's it. If you guys are going to be sitting around, might as well be at a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's it. Um, Lou, what, kind, what time can we go to if we never come back from commercial break? Whoa. Oh, well, whoa. either that or we have to go on. on a break now and come back for six minutes. What do you say, Bam Margera? <laughs> <laughs> I would say... You do like Bam Margera now? What's that? Thank it's, you. He doesn't like Bam Margera currently. God damn, dude. Colin just fucking knocked it out of the park in one look at Lou. What do you say, Bam Margera? <laughs> uh, I say we got to pay the bills at 46 after the hour. Ooh. So we have 11 minutes. All right, we're good. Enjoy the 11 minutes. I just uh, heard Johnny Knoxville and Stern yesterday. I had no idea that's a Minutemen song. Did you know that? No. It's actually a full song. Oh, the the Jackass theme? Yeah. He says they do very well just off being the Jackass theme. God damn, dude. Know. If you have a song that gets turned into a theme song for a major show, that's... Boring. I wonder about that, though. Take that song from... Uh, you know, uh, friends. Oh, the Rembrandts. Like those guys. Not that they were probably going to last, but they I would mean, have been total failures if not for that song. Yeah, that's probably true. And <laughs> but you know what? The question is: is you wonder what kind of deal they signed to use it because they weren't shit. The show wasn't that's shit, right. and so they're like, "Yeah, five hundred bucks, take the song." And then it's just now it's. <laughs> that's a good question. Well, that's a good show. You guys should do a few episodes. What happened to the Rembrandts? I'll tell you another one after you get. Well, yeah, once we get through the Rembrandts. Yeah. But then somebody who was big, like 
John Sebastian. <coughs> I think his name is John Sebastian. He was with the Loving Spoonful. Okay. And you might say, what song did he write? I Welcome know. back. Oh. Your dreams were oh, yeah. Out. Well, then there's always the rumor that Alan Thicke oh. wrote the song for Growing Pains. Right. Uh, what do we do, yeah, yeah. baby? So then you wonder. I did thought he, he sang it. Did he sing? I it? think Robin Thicke must have sang it because he's the same <laughs> in my family. Well, yeah. I mean, you gotta make hey, a hey, lot. Hey, hey. But there's also there's a good business, and if you can make a not just be a one hit wonder, but be a one hit wonder written for rom com. <sighs> You'll get used. I mean, Delamitri yes. will live forever. Oh. Look around your heart, pretty baby. Is it? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, it. That is, the only thing. That is, and that guy is in every rom com. You're absolutely right. Who is it? It's his name's what's Delamitri. Name? Delamitri. How? Right? But if you hear the song, you'd be like, "Oh, this is in every." No, I know feel that song. Good. But uh, but yeah, but even like uh, Amos Lee. Yeah. Uh, just people like that. He knows from Philly. <laughs> He He's knows all, he knows every musical uh, band that I've he, never heard. You of. do? Oh, I, I, like I mentioned too. the Flying Burrito Brothers one time. Oh. Knew it, <laughs> which hey. is such an inside Denver. I, I only know. know that because they played. They're the not bar. inside Denver. I mean, no. they were you know, they were big. But I'm saying, like, but yeah. when you grow up in Denver, right, that big you get man. hit over the head with it constantly. Yeah, it's like being in San Francisco and they nonstop bring up Journey and Metallica, where they're like. But San Francisco is like a legendary music place. I don't think Journey and Metallica were there. The know. alcoholics that my dad hung out with. Uh, <laughs> he goes, okay, that's fair. Yeah. You uh, like, yeah. Bay City Rollers. You acted like it was Stockton. <laughs> San Francisco, for God's friends, sake. They friendly. only bring up these two bands. It's yeah. the fucking home of music. <laughs> it was basically Fresno, Colin. Yeah. Fresno with water. Where's the part of California where it's all like Fleetwood Mac and everybody? Laurel Canyon, yeah. Laurel Canyon. Oh, yeah, that Laurel Canyon thing. That wasn't bad. But, I mean, it was kind of interesting because the mamas and the papas who were like, even as a little kid, we used to listen. I was like seven. But I was like, these are squares. Like, my parents like this kind of music. <laughs> and Because they were like squares. But even they were like, yeah, we were part of the scene. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you find out the guy was banging his own daughter. I mean, yeah, that's those are some wild stories that came out of the mamas and the papas. But you know what's great about that is that she was around when she revealed that. It was shocking to the public, but if it was nowadays, there'd be an army of people, therapy, she would probably have cracked up and said, she's like, yeah, it was a fucked up time. Everyone's like, yeah, who? And just basically was like, moved on from there. Sure. Well, that's what's going on with the Hugh Hefner documentary right what? now on A&E. Have oh, you seen this? No. Ten parts. It's only two. It's coming out every Monday, it looks like. But they what did they say? The first two. Oh, Colin, it gets bad. What do you mean? They're saying that he- uh, Fucked he, a dog at one point? Well, uh, they're getting him for grooming and having these young girls, and also behind the scenes being much more like, like, vi- like viciously kind of manipulative and controlling of them and stuff. Grooming was his whole. That was his. That was I his think brand. Was, yeah, yeah, he kind of wore it on his chest. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna get this girl with blonde hair and big boobs to be one of my. I think she's a Midwest girl. I'm happening. gonna fuck her. He's go- I think the thing is, he's, I think he's gone now. And it's gonna be complex because Playboy, her father used to read it. It's like a deep psychological thing. <laughs> I think <laughs> he just knows that he's stirring people up. Oh, I think this God, is. God, yeah. I think this is just a, a case of everyone thought this probably. 35 years ago yeah uh, at least and then he dies and now they're just kind of doing the thing like oh yeah I didn't like it in the, <laughs> like, in like the, the girl's like well you guys you were having fun he goes yeah but you know then we had to like go play with this guy's old balls and oh yeah well and, I'm sure and, once and he got older each other and look, shit. it's like if you got if it's yeah. like if you got molested by the guy that owns a water park you know, like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I got to ride a lot of slides, but also I had to get fucked in the snack shack yeah. by a guy. Well, there is something to that too. It's like they, uh, 
again, like someone's saying, is this a bit of like regret revenge? And I'm like, I think it's completely that. I don't think yeah. he held anybody down to do anything. That's, no, that's always going to be the hard part. She's going to be that. like, it's just going to be they went and they were like, I get what it seems like most of them are going like, I thought I was going to become famous. Everyone keeps pointing out right. Pam Anderson, Anna Nicole Smith, and uh, I forget what the other one was they say, but it's like three people that like shot out of it and right. got really big. So they're right. like, well, I wasn't that. And I just had to suck this guy's old weird dick. Yeah. It sucks. And they had to fuck other guys at the parties. Yeah, just yeah. like his buddies that you're like, it's Scott, hey, this guy. Did Scott uh, Bayo finger my butt in a grotto? <laughs> but Bayo is the kind of guy they, they're like, yeah, that's the kind of guy. Yeah, they that's want. a cool. And they don't yeah. want the guy from Shell Oil that fucking smells, <laughs> a smells, baron. Like, smells like ham. Yep. <laughs> you know? They're just yeah. like, hey, go, hey, hey, Miss November, you got to suck off this VP yeah. of fucking. He's taking <laughs> off the wedding. She goes, you don't have to take off your wedding, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not going to look at you. That is, it is sad, but I mean, but and also remember when nobody's talking about fucking Cosby yeah. was there all the time. So, Buddy. so you say that we watched it yesterday. We had Roy Wood on the show and we showed him the beginning of the documentary because Jay's been watching it. Cosby prominently featured in the title card. Well, it shows it in the title card. It shows him playing tennis there, and then they're interviewing him. And he looks at the ladies interviewing him. And he goes. Have you ever gotten anything for free? And it just kind of does the eyebrow like he wiggle thing. It's Cosby very... wiggle thing. Now it just looks awful because like we know now. Did you ever see him on that fucking uh, with what's a face from Modern Family? With no, no. Sofia Vergara. Uh-uh. No. Oh my god! It's Bring him. up Cosby and so because he does one of my when favorite Sofia say... Vergara impressions. Oh really? Ah uh, yes, Colin. Thank <laughs> you. It's uncanny. <laughs> when you see this, it's insane. Cosby and Sophia Vergara. Yeah. And oh you know, I was God. on when Bring I did this. I did this nine eleven benefit, by the way. Yeah. And so Cosby was upstairs. So he wanted to meet me after my set. He, sure. My girlfriend was with me at the time, and I said, "Do you want to go up?" And she goes, "Yeah, yeah." It was me, Cosby. We go up to meet him. He's in this room by himself upstairs, just wearing sweats. He hasn't gone on yet. Smoking a cigar. Sees me. Sees her. Spends. The whole 10 minutes, jo- jokingly, but serious, like this. Here's me, here's she. He's like, so I wanted to... Just looking at her. I wanted to say your set was very interesting. Jesus. <laughs> For 10 minutes. Yeah, just... Where even she, who was not like some uptight thing, was like, that was a little much. But, <laughs> but watch this. Sophia did Vergara. You, did you tell him that... Does he? Did you meet him when you did the show? The Cosby show? No. I mean, I met him, but he doesn't remember that. Right, right. It was only over two seconds. Two minutes, guys. Just watch this shit. Just watch this. I know. God. Oh. God damn it. No, it's not. It's more than two minutes. You're lying. I'm not. You're lying. Wait, go a little bit further up. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, see, he got out of the chair and moved to next door to her. Like, he got out of his desk. Time for me to go to sleep. Wait, he was guest hosting? What's that? He was guest hosting, and he got out of his desk and moved over to then I, I go to sleep faster. I knew I should have brought the other outfit. No, the other fellow. <laughs> <laughs> what outfit do you have? I for? had like two minutes ago, I had a, a, a more subtle outfit. And when I was putting it on, my lips they went all over it, and I had to change two it's, minutes ago. You mean when you, when you pulled it over your head? <laughs> yes, I put it over All the head. lips, but that would all be here. inside. No, 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 because it wasn't fitting. <laughs> Let me ask you know, you, we what? Latins like our things tight. I know, but, but. Dude, he is, you can just see him being, I mean, you can see the creep coming off. Well, of he him. moved from the desk. The joke was to a chair, so she had to move over. <sighs> but if it's 
but it was like a real him creepy. being creepy with the way he talks to her. He's like, well, let's let's uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> that's just fucking weird. I know. Did did so the creep vibes before the nine eleven benefit? Was there ever any like? Ask, ask, ask. Yeah, but I mean, everybody always said he was always hitting on girls, but nobody said he was putting them to sleep. But he, <laughs> yeah. everybody always knew he was trying to fuck everybody. But, but uh, not that he was put us. Not that yeah, he was they, they just knew that the you know he was, came off creepy. You just stutter at the end there, like you just realized. He goes, I kind of fell asleep in that dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch, that wasn't ten minutes at all. That was an hour and thirty. But oh. a lot of people loved it. But I was always like, his comedy was not my style. I'll be honest. Yeah, with you. I just it was all, loved it. Yeah, it was too cutesy. But plus, I hate when anybody. Like like I, like I hate when anybody. Acts positions himself in comedy like I'm the normal one. My family's fucking crazy. Yeah. I'm just a regular guy, just a little bit corny. Yeah. Indict yourself. Is that so much to ask in comedy? <laughs> Indict yourself. Call You're all fucking look. guilty. Call I like to dabble around some sleep pussy every I now like, and again. With there's the nothing the better than well. getting on top of a dead body. Dead weight can be very erotic if you hold it correctly. Uh, Colin, thank you very much for coming by. Thanks, guys. Come back we again. love you very much. Love you guys. ColinQuinn.com. Go check out his new hour, The Last Best Hope. I've seen it. It's fucking hilarious. Good luck, Frank. It's changed a lot. Don't worry. It's I'm going to come see it again. because Good. I it's it. a new 20. Really? 25. I loved it. I went and saw it the I first time, it. and I loved it. So I'm going to come check it out again. ColinQuinn.com. Uh, he'll, he'll be in Bethlehem, PA, Washington, oh. D.C., Wilmington, uh-huh. South Orange, New Jersey. Hey. That's big. Hey. You in the oranges? Yeah, dude. <laughs> they have the same accent as Philly. They <laughs> yeah, don't forget Milwaukee. Big J is going to be at the Milwaukee Improv this Thursday through Saturday. Tomorrow. And then he will be in uh, Dallas, New York City, BigJComedy.com for tickets. Where's Dan going to be? Dan's so going to be at Rochester Comedy at the Carlson, 3rd through, through the 5th, Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis, 17th through the 19th, and good nights after that. Tickets and all tour date, DanSoto.com. Colin, we love you. Thank you very much. Love you guys. We Enjoy love tomorrow's show. We love you, campers. Enjoy the pre-tape. We'll see you on Monday. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, We've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support so you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.